0: Yeah, Bulldog, Bander, Theater, what we intend to do is keep you uh, up to date on, uh, on how the season's going, the football's getting ready, so Memorial Day's over, now football takes on a little more reality. So we get through the summer, we got things to look at, we keep up with that, and we're going to have a real, actual football season where the teams actually uh, are ready to play. And we're all excited about that. Uh, Georgia uh, should, should be the absolute favorite in the East, but the East is going to be very interesting. we we'll always talk about the East because, man, you can't be a Georgia football fan without knowing what's in your division. And so, yeah, we're going to be batting it around with Tennessee fans, Florida fans, South Carolina, Kentucky, Vanderbilt, Missouri, all of those. We're going to talk about those a lot because they relate to Georgia. In other words... When Dan Mullen gets a 1.3 million dollar raise and a three year extension, it's it bulldog batter material because it happened to Florida. It relates to Georgia, and we're going to get to all that. Uh, we're going to find out if Dan Mullen's going to wear the Darth Vader costume again with his new contract. We'll find out. We got somebody on that right now. Uh, but Tennessee. The train wreck. Is it come back? We're going to keep you up to date on all the SEC train wrecks. Because we like talking about train wrecks. Tennessee. We're going to do a special uh, podcast coming up very shortly on Tennessee. We're going to focus on what they're doing. What Hypal's done and all the changes that have happened there. And after the transfer portals going back and forth to Tennessee, man, they... They probably have exhausted the transfer portal. I'm talking about staff had to be rearranged at the NCAA offices just to accommodate all the action uh, at Tennessee with the transfer portal, and it's actually going a little bit in both ways now. It was just a one way. We're gonna talk about the transfer portal some and the rules, but on the very Upcoming episodes, we will be focusing on Georgia, JT Daniels, all those receivers, and we're going to get chopping about what this team's got, so stick around. Remember, we're a new YouTube member. I have over 350 shows on podcast formats. You can hear them on all those things, Apple, Spotify, wherever you listen to a podcast, you can hear we didn't just start, but we're starting on YouTube, another planet. So, in YouTube land, you start the show telling people out right the bat to watch, listen, like, and subscribe. Please grow my channel. So, we don't do that in podcasts because they would turn it off before you got that out of your mouth. But, yes... If I'm going to make them, I hope you watch them. And if you watch them, I hope you like them. And if you like them, you will comment. I know that. And you will subscribe because, like I said, you won't even call your bookie before you see us. Hello and welcome to Bulldog Banter and Theater, Bud Wheeler with you. It's the first day of June, that means it's getting closer and closer to time to strap on those cleats and uh, the big boys are going to line it up. Now Georgia's got a a premier matchup with Clemson. Uh, so everything's going to come off right off the bat. This, team, this season's going to start uh, with a bang. Or if it doesn't, then it might even be a more erratic season than anybody imagined for Georgia. Because for some reason, uh, there's a feeling around here in Athens that they're not really talking about football right now. They're just excited about being able to... Go drink beer at 2 in the morning in downtown and not to wear the tampon. Uh, you know, nothing wrong with that. Community guidelines. We're trying to make our very first Bulldog Badger Theater with the YouTube audience in mind as this podcast from Endless Adventure was put together uh, pretty much in answer to The wide variety of YouTube videos relating to college football. I've seen a lot of them. You can check my YouTube file. I watch hours of it. I'll probably have to answer for that. A lot of wasted time. And I don't want to waste anybody's time with my podcast. It's a podcast about Georgia football and how Georgia football... Relates to its immediate concerns, which is winning its division, beating the East, which is supposed to be easy, and then beating that team in Alabama, which is supposed to be possible. So it's not too much, not too much to say about Georgia football. You got to do one thing that's easy—that's win your division. And another thing that seems to be impossible, beat Alabama to matter. So we got an easy and a hard task, a little bit of this and a little bit of that. But in between, a whole lot of good football teams are going to line up and try to derail whatever you had in mind. That's called the SEC. So it's it's foolish to predict a whole lot in the SEC because you kind of know who the first two or three or four are, but there's 12 or more. How many? 14. You know they're doing. they in the SEC. Nobody lies down. Well, not even Vanderbilt. They keep trying. They brought in a. They brought in a female kicker and tried to be politically correct. It didn't even help. They added a female kicker and lost a football coach, but it helped Auburn. They got the coach as a, a nice addition to their staff. So everything happens, and there's always something else that happens. There's cause and effect, and it all gets pushed around, and now you got the transfer portal, which I don't know why. Uh, that may actually end YouTube, uh, sports YouTube, in college football, because I don't know why anybody would even bother doing a podcast or even a weekly projection, because they might transfer in the third quarter, or they might opt out in the third quarter. So college football, we are looking forward to this season, but the absolute truth is we don't know if the sport's going to make it through the season, much less our team. They're gonna to have to get this a little better organized. But that aside, I don't think those infrastructural problems are kicking in enough to stop the season this year. I think when it, once it starts, it'll we'll just be like any other season, and it's people battling for what they're battling for. And in the case of Georgia, they're battling for the national title. They can be no doubt. They have to be in that conversation. And they fell out of it. They fell out of it because offense was the way to go. And we seem to be still not sure. Seemed to be mired in the idea that you could still win football games. Just like you did when General Nalen was on the scene. I have not helped Tennessee much since Nalen left. And it's not going to help Georgia to, to play a football game like that. Uh, it's very doubtful that Georgia, even with their best recruiting efforts, best uh, developing efforts, it's very doubtful they'll have a season where nobody scores on them like General Nayland did, except for the championship game. Everybody forgets that he choked. If you measured General Nayland like you're measuring uh, Kirby Smart right now, he never would have been around. So no one wants to give anybody any long-term leash anymore. Georgia is probably a little different. They're probably going to give their guy more than anybody else, and it's going to not really help them. And when you have a need for a coaching change, you change. The good programs change when needed, not because of uh, optics and those kind of things. But let's get to away from Georgia for a minute because it's not really... You can't have a podcast about Georgia football without having at least the SEC East involved intimately. And then, of course, the SEC as well. And, of course, the college football playoff group as well. Those are all matters. They all matter. And there's a contingent of people all over the country who watch every single move and they evaluate your team Pretty much from its YouTube presence, and that doesn't really mean anything. Well, Oklahoma had a good recruiting class this season. Oklahoma's got some of that mojo going, and I think we might actually see Oklahoma in the final picture. I think Georgia will be there. I don't think Clemson will. We're going to get to that. We have a special show lined up about Clemson. Uh, I think they're headed for a year much like we had Coming into uh, 2019 is when we didn't know we were cooked. We didn't know we weren't even running with the program. But once we found out, it's a little too late, at least that year. That, of course, culminated into the, the debacle where Georgia showed up at the SEC championship game just to take some pictures. No intention to win the game. They had no chance. We don't want that to ever happen again. And it's, it's going to happen if we're going to win this division a few times when the other guy is going to be the overwhelming favorite. But not like that year. Not one of those Mark Rick kind of years where you if you do win the East, it's, you know that's it. In fact, you're bewailing the fact that you won't get a good bowl because now you've got to absorb the loss to Alabama. But what inspired this particular short video, short podcast for Bulldog Vander and theater was just perusing the internet. And you see all these things. You get tired of looking at it. Transfer, 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 transfer. I just... But damn, Mullin! For some reason, Dan Mullen seems to inspire so much media, some of it positive. But Dan Mullen just got a three-year extension and a $1.3 million raise. I didn't get the specifics, but i bet, I'd be willing to bet, if I could say bet on YouTube, I would be willing to wager, if I can say wager on YouTube, I would be willing to stipulate. I would be willing to contest or say that Dan Mullen probably has, probably has, Dan Mullen probably has a stipulation in his new extension that requires or prohibits Dan Mullen, from wearing a Darth Vader con- t- uh, costume within the confines of any uh, Florida facility. And he probably can't wear a Dan Mullen costume within two to three years after disassociating himself from Florida and receiving the last payment. I'm sure that's in there. But he did get the extension. And all that means is that they're not going to fire him before the season starts. How can he recruit in 2022 when his contract's about to run out? And he did all these stupid things at the end. And he had the best team in the SEC, at least on the offense last year, and should have went further and went eight and five. He didn't have a lot of those things that got him to that great eight and four season or whatever it was. He don't have a lot of what made him eight and four. So how are they gonna do? Well, they're not gonna do that well, they know it, but they know they gotta recruit. In 2022, you gotta recruit. And so it's just a basically an optics extension. One of those things that doesn't mean anything. It's not saying we suddenly have a commitment to Dan Mullen as our football coach, whereas we were not, and we were kind of in the dark just before. No, it's one of those things that just have to be done, and it was done, and it's June 1st, and Dan Mullen, man, he's going to be with us this year. And some people were saying he was going to be... I don't think so, but I do think by the end of the year... Uh, it's going to get to the point where he gets on the official hot seat. They're going to want him gone. They're not going to have a good year. And if he does have a good year, then you give him the five years. You give him that real extension. You give him what he deserves, and you let him wear the Darth Vader costume. I mean, if he had beaten in Alabama and whipped out the Darth Vader costume, nobody would have said a thing. No, he did it after a game fight. In a game where the team sleepwalked to that game, and the next game after him, maybe even the week before, that's when he wore his uh, Darth Vader costume. All kind of shenanigans. Uh, losing in the bowl game to Oklahoma is not a disgrace, but losing by that many points and not even showing up—that's not fun. But you know what is disgraceful playing on the team. <laughs> Thanks for watching Bulldog Batter and Theater. This is why we are here. Bulldog Banner and Theater is a podcast or a YouTube channel designed from the perspective of an ordinary fan. Just a guy that watched Georgia football all his life. And uh, that perspective isn't really represented on the, uh, the media landscape. If you're a Georgia football fan and you want to, have, uh, to find out something about Georgia football, you can go to many. I mean, there's quite a few of the corporate-style podcast or uh, YouTube channels. Where you get the corporate drill, and it, it's almost like watching the news back in the '80s or '70s. It's very dry, and and very double speak. They they talk in code. They won't. They have to support the university. They have to back them up. Uh, that sort of show you don't get. There isn't nobody I see except Uncle Lou. Uncle Lou on Lou Tube is. He's like, but he's more of a comic. See, we're not trying to be a, a, a farce. We're not going to uh, wear Darth Vader costumes while we talk. Look for the car. Look for the championship car on the screen. Board all banner in theater. Watch, like, subscribe, and comment, and get this thing rolling. I've got 350 episodes uh, a Bulldog all batter theater uh, in some file that's on podcast, and in between NPR and TED Talk somebody might hear one. Because there isn't really a sporting podcast, or if there is, it's got some megastar athletes getting all the attention. So it's, I can't get to my audience as quickly through the podcast forum as I want. I know that people that really watch football and live and breathe and eat football and their team they watch YouTube and they got YouTubers that tell them about the program they want. And I want this channel to be strongly identified with the University of Georgia. The dogs. This is the dogs channel. This is for us. This is when the guys from Miami diss you. You ain't won a championship since Montenegro. You Yeah, know, the irrelevance at Bullsh. Bull. None of those guys can stack up to Georgia. First of all, they're not even in the SEC. And so that's really the end of the discussion right there. But Georgia has to win the East. That's supposed to be easy, it's supposed to be doable. Then they got to go beat Alabama or LSU or whoever claws through, and that's, we've done it. But there's an Alabama thing that we're going to have to work on. So fortunately, we're blessed to have a situation where we can focus on that because between Clemson and Alabama, what else is there to worry about this year? Georgia's back in the hunt. They're in a big-time pursuit of a national title They're going to have a really good season, and they're going to have a lot of media, and by the time that gets here, this all Banner and Theater uh, YouTube channel is going to be up and rolling. People's going to be watching, liking, and subscribing, and telling us what you want us to to focus on with this show, and we're going to give you the kind of show that you need because you don't need another corporate UGA podcast, and you don't need another national perspective. Uh, college football forecast who will not give Georgia uh, very much mention and very little credit, uh, but they will give Miami a lot of love. So, it's our own channel. It's the Bulldog channel uh, from an ordinary, organically grown fan's perspective. Not the guy that donates $100,000 and all that. But you're welcome to listen. But we do understand very much how Georgia's national image is important. Now, we don't work for them, so we're not trying to build their national image. But Georgia, they've never really seemed like they worked on achieving a national image. But they're, they're set. They're ready to go. Now, this year, if they can deliver, they'll be the real deal. The big game is Clemson. Georgia's going to probably win that game. Clemson's going to probably end up losing three games this year. Yes, I said that. Clemson is basically over. They're done. It's all over. Why? Oh, we got some podcasts coming up just for that. we got a Clemson show coming up very soon. That will be coming up kind of like in, when the game gets a little closer. We're going to show you exactly why Clemson is not no longer in that elite class. And after Georgia approves it by beating them on the field, that'll be the first step. I mean, my prediction is by the end of the year, Georgia will not be able to brag about the Clemson victory because it won't mean anything. But this is a short introductory video so you can understand that there's a new sheriff in town, Bulldog and Theater. If you want to know about Georgia Bulldogs, uh, check here first because we're going to give you the low-down vibe, what's really going on in terms of uh, personnel, all those things, the nitty-gritty. We're going to find out. We have our sources. We can find out things. But it's also an interpretation of the tea leaves as much as anything else. And so stick with us. By the time this season's rolling, you will check Bulldog Banner and theater before you call your bookie.